everybody, it's Doug. Today I'd like to talk to you on the subject of winning with people. Um, I think it's a very, very important subject. And uh, <clears throat> actually, I had a leader tell me that uh, one time that my, my greatest strength is my ability to connect uh, with people. And I think that's interesting because I've never really thought about that as a strength. It's just something that I've always had. Um, but the more and more I thought about it in the, uh, in the years that have passed since he said that to me, I've really re- recognized that God, God has given me a gift to, to connect with people. And um, while that's something that God has put in me, um, it's also a skill that I can grow and develop in, and I believe anybody can learn and develop in. And I think everybody does need to learn how to win with people, how to connect with people. Because uh, really, everything you do, you're going to interact with people in life. And so um, my hope for this lesson is that it will help you, uh, whether you're someone who's very introverted and you're not good with people at all, or at least you don't think you're good. I hope this will encourage you and, and give you a vision of uh, better relationships and you being better uh, as uh, a connector with people. And if you're already good with people, I hope that this will reinforce maybe some things that you do do already that are good with uh, connecting with people and maybe even just add a few things that you haven't thought of before to help you get even better. So um, before I start, I always like to, to resource you, and there's a few resources that I'd recommend if you're looking to develop um, your ability to connect with others. Uh, three books I would recommend you read. Number one is probably the the most famous book on the subject, and it's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I'd highly encourage you to read that book uh, and just keep it near you and read it on an annual basis. The great reminders of just how to connect with people. And then the other two books I'd recommend are by my hero, John Maxwell. Uh, he wrote a book which really was, was he was hoping that uh, it would be this generation's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And the book he actually just called Winning with People. Uh, It's a great book. And then probably my favorite book on the subject that I've read um, is also by John Maxwell, and it's called 25 Ways to Win with People. And it's a very interesting book. It's a, Essentially, he wrote it with Les Parrott, and they interviewed a bunch of people who have connected with John over the years and basically had people say, hey, this is why John is so good at connecting. And then John does a little teaching in it saying, hey, this is how I do this intentionally. And so I'd encourage you to get those books. They're all great manuals for you to reread, 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 and uh, continue to grow and getting along with people. So uh, with that being said, let's jump into this lesson um, I like to start off with two quotes. Uh, Number one is Theodore Roosevelt said this. He said, the most important single ingredient in the formula for success is knowing how to get along with people. John D. Rockefeller said, I will pay more for the ability to deal with people before any other ability under the sun. I mentioned in in the beginning, but it's absolutely vital that you learn how to connect and relate to other people because everything you do is going to be with people. And so um, I know that can be intimidating, but I want to go over two things in this lesson. Uh, The first half of this lesson, I want to spend talking to you about assumptions that I make when I deal with people. So what assumptions do I have when I go in to a meeting with someone or when I meet someone new? And I really think that will lay a great foundation for you of, of the heart that you can have going into the meeting to kind of um, to push away those fears that you might have. 
The second half of the lesson, I just want to go over rules uh, that I use basically when I uh, connect with people and things that I do intentionally uh, to try to relate and connect with people. And so I hope that'll be a more practical side for you of, hey, these are things I can actually take home and do. So that being said, let's jump into the assumption part. These are assumptions that I make with connecting with people. Uh, The first assumption that I always make is that everybody is human. That's right. Everybody is human. And I know that's not rocket science, but that's something to think about. I was at a church actually a few weeks ago and my pastor was telling a story of when he was younger and in his 20s, he, uh, he had to have a dinner uh, with a high level leader and it was very intimidating to him. And he basically said at the time, I didn't realize that there's no such thing as important people. And that just really, really struck me because essentially it was saying, listen, everybody's human. No one's better than anybody else. We're all on the planet. And if you understand that everyone's human, that everyone on the planet is going through the same thing that you're going through, it puts you on equal ground with whoever you're connecting with. And so I just want you to know that you have something in common with anybody that you connect with. And in fact, there's something in each person that you can connect with. I don't care if it's a homeless person, um, a high-level leader, a rapist, an addict. Listen, we're all going through life together. We all have struggles. We all have fears. We're all going through the human experience together. I was at a conference and I heard a, a public defender speak. And she was asked this question. They asked her, How do you, as a Christian, defend people who have been accused of of crimes? And she was dealing with rapists, sex offenders, etc. She said, she responded by saying that her job is to make sure that they get a fair trial and that they don't get thrown into jail unjustly. But she said the way she connects with her clients, the way she actually spends time with them, is knowing that there's humanity in everyone whether they're a sex offender or a rapist, etc. And she, she related to God and she said, Listen, God sees the parts in all of us worth saving. You know, on the human side, we tend to look at maybe the strengths of someone or the weaknesses of someone, but God always looks at the parts worth saving. And um, it's something that I just pray and I'd encourage you to pray when meeting with people is, God, what is it in them that you love? What's in this person that you love? And I promise you, if you pray that prayer, even someone that you may hate, God will start to show you things that he loves about that person because God loves everybody. He created everybody. And so I just encourage you to pray that prayer. And every time you interact with someone, just go in with the assumption that they're human and they're going through the same thing you're going through and you can connect with them. The second assumption that I make is that everybody needs encouragement. I probably make this assumption because I believe God's given me a gift of encouragement, but I can promise you that, that you need to assume that. It's been said that encouragement is the oxygen of the soul. And I just want you to know that, hey, when you meet with someone, if you meet someone for the first time, just know that they they want encouragement. In fact, I'd encourage you to find a way, whether it's in the first 30 seconds, first minute, find something to compliment, some way to encourage people. People are dying for encouragement. And so I just always go in with the assumption of, hey, how can I lift this person? How can I help this person? The easiest thing I can do, I can always encourage them. So I'm going to look for ways to encourage them as I interact. Leo Buscaglia said this. He said, Too often we underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or the smallest act of caring, all of which have the potential to turn a life around. I love that, don't you? 
A touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, and the smallest act of caring. I was talking with one of the graduates of, our, of a, a program of the, the ministry that I'm a part of, and he said when he first came into our program, he was really struggling, he was afraid, he didn't know anybody, he didn't know if he'd make it through. And the first day he was there, there was a volunteer in our meal ministry, and the volunteer patted him on the back, and he said, it's going to be okay. He said that's the only time he ever saw that volunteer, but those words stuck with him the entire time he was at the program. And when he found himself getting discouraged, he would reflect on that volunteer's words. See, that volunteer might not know it, but because that volunteer encouraged that person, it got him through some of the toughest times of his life. So I just want to encourage you, listen, never underestimate the the power of small things. Never underestimate encouragement. Always assume that people need it. The third assumption I make is that everyone has a dream in their heart. Everybody. Even if they've never gone after a dream, even if they think it's impossible, they have a dream. And uh, I always make it a goal when I'm getting to know someone to find out what the dream in their heart is and then ultimately see if I can make a way to help, help, see if I can help them accomplish it. But ask people kind of questions. Assume that people have a dream and they want to talk about it and assume that they're afraid to go after it. That's another way you can look for an encouragement is to find out what their dream is and encourage them to go after their dreams. The fourth assumption I make is that everybody wants to talk about themselves. (laughs) Everybody wants to talk about themselves. And this is key in conversations. Listen, I'm telling you, If you get people to talk about themselves, often you're not going to have to contribute a lot to the conversation. Uh, Seriously, I mean, especially, I I learned this at a young age doing interviews. You know, I I was intimidated a little bit when I was younger going into interviews. But often, uh, I'll get asked a few questions during the interview. But as, as soon as I can in the interview, I start asking personal questions to the interviewer. And and as soon as I can get them talking about them, about their job, about their family, about their life, about their passions, suddenly they stop asking me questions and they just talk about them. And hopefully you genuinely love people that you want to listen. But listen, everyone loves talking about themselves. Everyone loves talking about what they're passionate about. They love talking about their family, their accomplishments, their career. So go in with the assumption that everyone wants to talk with themselves. And try to focus on them. Get to know them. You can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years in trying to get other people interested in you. Become interested in others. Go in with the assumption of, hey, I don't care if I don't talk about me at all. I'm going to focus on listening to this person. The next assumption that I make is this, that everyone longs to be loved, wanted, liked, and accepted. These are our basic needs, and and it can seem like common sense, but we need to realize that people are willing to do anything to be loved and accepted. And so as much as it's in your place to do when you meet people, make them feel loved, wanted, accepted, and liked. Make them feel like they're the most special person on the planet. Everybody wants to be loved, wanted, liked, and accepted. The next assumption I make when going into or when meeting people is this that everyone wants to be a part of and contribute to something big everyone wants to be a part um, I took the strength finders test and one of my strengths actually my top strength is includer 
which is interesting because it's true. I want to include everybody in everything. And I think that's one of the keys of me being, having, being good with people is that I want everyone to be a part of what I'm doing or what we're doing as a group. And listen, everyone wants to be included. Everyone wants to contribute. And so find ways. If someone Find ways to involve everyone you can. It helps them feel valued. It helps them feel special. Everyone wants to be a part of a winning team. Make people feel like you're, they're on your team. Make people feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, if you go in with that assumption that I'm going to include this person, it'll change the way they interact with you. Last two assumptions. One, everybody has a good heart. Everybody has a good heart. Now, this is an assumption that I I make going into a relationship. I know this can lead to some extreme negatives. And listen, I do not recommend any girl thinking that every guy has a good heart and good intentions because that's not true. Girls, don't be naive. But me personally, when I meet people, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Hey, until they prove me wrong, I'm going to believe the best about them. And even if they do prove me wrong, I'll still try to believe the best about them. Believe the best in people. Set a higher standard for people than they have for themselves. See them better than they see themselves or even how other people see them. They might have a bad reputation. They may not. Uh, they may have done things they're ashamed of. But hey, see them from the start better than they are. Everybody has a good heart. The last assumption I make going into uh, relationships and connecting with people is that everyone has a normal life. Everyone has a normal life. And uh, listen, I can't say that I never get starstruck. Uh, and, and actually, in these Learning to Lead podcasts, I actually am, am scared to death a lot often when I go in to meet with some of the leaders that I interview. But what always sets me at ease is realizing that they have, they're, they're normal people and they have a normal life. You know, instead of seeing them as a CEO of a company uh, in a corner office in a high-rise, I try to see them as a dad who's wearing shorts and a T-shirt on a Saturday grilling out and having fun with his kids. You know, the thing about the people that you look up to and then intimidate you is that they're just like you. And if you can see them like that, it'll be put much more at ease. Much more at ease. So just realize that people have a normal life. People go through stuff. They're going through things just like you are. They still have problems. They want to be treated like a normal person. They probably are crazy in front of their family, right? So my goal is just to, to, again, see people and say, hey, they live a normal life. They're a dad. They're a brother. They're a sister. They know what it's like to be a son or daughter. And I try to relate to them on that level, and it, it sets the, the relationship up right. So those are some assumptions that I make um, going into uh, connecting with people. And I'd really encourage you to go through those and uh, just think about it. Hey, do I, ha- do I make these assumptions? Or what assumptions do you need to start making that maybe you don't and uh, that could add value to the way you connect with people? Run through those and really think about it and say, okay, I need to start believing this about people. I need to start believing that people want to be liked. They want to be valued. I want to start believing that everyone has a good heart and not a bad heart. I want to believe that they're a normal person. What assumptions do you need to believe? I want to jump into the second half of my lesson, and this is where we really start to get practical. And um, rules for winning with people is what I call this section. Rules for winning with people. So, okay, so you have these assumptions. Now you're ready to start connecting with people. So once you start connecting with them, how, how do you win them over? 
the first thing I, I would say this, the first rule is to become friends with yourself. Become friends with yourself. You know, the Bible says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And uh, here's what I know. If you don't love yourself, if you don't believe in yourself, then it's going to be hard for you to love and believe in others. You need to become your own best friend and be confident in who you are. Because here's what I know. If you are a healthy person, then you're going to have healthy relationships and you're going to relate to people in a healthy way. And just the opposite of that, if you're an unhealthy person, you're going to have unhealthy relationships. And so I just want to encourage you to do everything you can to be as healthy as you can. And I'm not talking about being in shape and eating right. I'm talking about being, being, having a healthy um, perspective of yourself, having healthy emotions, having a healthy thought life, just being a healthy overall person. Because here's what I know. When you become friends with yourself, when you like yourself, when, when you're confident, when you're healthy... You're going to relate to everyone else in a healthy way. You're going to treat everyone else how they should be treated. And really, I believe that's the core foundation that, that you need to become good with people. The second rule I want to talk to you about is to follow the golden rule. Follow the golden rule. Jesus said this. He said to do unto others as you would want done to you. Zig Ziglar said it, and this might be my favorite way. He said this. He said, you can get everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want first. I'll say that again. You can get everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want first. Do unto others as they want done to you. And, uh, and that's my question. Do you look, do you treat people the way you want to be treated? I love the practice, and I try to implement this that John Maxwell implements every day. He said, every day when I wake up, I look at my calendar, and I ask myself, who can I add value to today? Who's in my calendar that I can treat how I would want to be treated? And run through your calendar and think of ways. Maybe you can connect them to a key contact that would help them in their business or in their job or even just to get mentored. Maybe you can give them resources, send them articles that you read or buy them a book that you read. Um, Maybe you can just meet them for coffee and just listen to them and just be a helping ear. Maybe you can pray with them, listen to what they're going through. Maybe you're a part of something big and you can include people in it that wouldn't be included if you didn't invite them. But how can you add value to people today? And then at the end of the day, when John goes to bed, and I try to do this as well, I think to myself, okay, who did I add value to today? So in the morning, I try to intentionally plan who I'm going to treat better than I treat myself or that I would want to be treated. And then at night, I ask myself, okay, did I actually do that? Did I actually live by the golden rule? It's so important. It's so true that you can get everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want first. Stop focusing on yourself and start focusing on others. I promise all the stuff that you want will come to you. Everything, again, get your eyes off of you and onto others and intentionally add value to others every day, and I promise you'll get everything you want in life. Follow the golden rule. Number three is find the key to their heart. I talked about this a little bit in assumptions, uh, but I'll I'll go over it again. Find the key to their heart. Again, I assume that everybody has a dream, and so I want to find out what that is. Because that's the area that I can encourage them most in, that I can pray for them the most in, uh, etc. So if I can find out what their dream is, what the key to their heart is, I'm going to be able to connect with them. So look for the key to everybody you connect with heart. 
How do you find that? Just ask them questions. Ask them, what do they dream about? What do you sing about? What do you cry about? What makes you pound the table? What do you want to do with your life? If money wasn't an option, what would you do? Those are the kind of questions that you want to ask to find the key to someone's heart. Rule number four is very, very similar. It's find common ground. Find common ground. Listen, I'm telling you, I I know this for a fact, that you can find something in common with almost anyone. It might take you a five-hour conversation to find one thing that you can that you have in common with someone, but I promise you, you can relate to someone somehow. I love the C.S. Lewis quote. C.S. Lewis said that friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, What? You too? I thought I was the only one. Find common ground. <laughs> Again, find something that you can relate to. And then you sh- a common interest that you share. Maybe you both love fishing. Maybe you both love music. Maybe you both love personal growth. Find common ground and stick with that conversation. It's a great way to lay a foundation. Number five is this. Ask a lot of questions and listen. Ask a lot of questions and listen. Listen, uh, if you don't know what questions to ask, because a lot of times people don't know how to, to converse with one another, I'd encourage you to collect questions. You might be saying, Doug, collect questions? Yeah. If you're not great conversationally, I encourage you to, to listen to people who are great, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But listen to them. Ask, see what questions they ask people. Because odds are, that's how they're, they're great at connecting. They've learned to ask great questions. And uh, I promise you, just learn to ask more questions than give answers. People love to talk about themselves, as I talked about earlier. Ask a lot of questions, and I promise you, you'll be a better connector. Number six, connect with people often. Connect with people often. Listen, meet as many people as you can. Connect with as many people as you can. Add add value to as many people as you can. Practice, practice, practice. It takes time to get good with people. Listen, listen to this podcast again. Uh, Read books on how to be good with people. And practice what you learn. Get out and meet people. You're never going to get better with people if you're not out among people. Listen, it might take you a long time to get good with people, but you've got to get out there and talk to people. Learn how to relate to them. Learn the right questions to ask. Implement these principles. Read books on it. Grow. But you can't get great with people if you're not around people. So don't isolate yourself. Get out there and force yourself to connect. It might not be easy, but I promise you it'll pay off. Number seven, live an interesting life. I love this. Live an interesting life. You want to be able to connect with people? Live an awesome life. Experience as much as you can. The more you experience, the more you're going to be able to connect Travel the world, read lots of books, go to events, go to baseball games, go to any kind of game, go to church, go to shows, go to dinners, go to the whatever, you name it. Jim Rohn calls this principle that don't miss anything. Listen, experience all life that you can. We're only going to get to do this thing once. And here's what I know. The more experiences that you have, the more you'll be able to connect with a broader amount of people. Again, it all comes back to common ground. So, you know, if you meet someone that's never traveled, you're not going to be able to connect with them if you're well-traveled. But if you're not well-read, you'll never connect with anybody who's well-read, right? If you don't pay attention to the news or the sports, you're not going to connect with anyone. And listen, I'm not saying be all things to all people. 
But get out there and enjoy life. Because the more interesting you become, the more interesting, the more interesting your life is, the more interesting you're going to be to other people. People want to be drawn to your life because they see you're living a great life and they'll want to come along for the ride. Live an interesting life. The next rule is this. Be a fun person to be around. Listen, here's what I I know about people. Everybody in life wants to have fun. Make memories with people wherever you go and people will be drawn to you. I love, 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 love making memories. If I'm with people, I want to make a memory that we can talk about for the next 40 years. I record all my memories in a journal and I know I'm kind of nerdy. But listen... I don't want to just be with people just to sit around and kumbaya. I want to have fun together. I want to create experiences together. I just want to have, I want to build great relationships. And that doesn't happen if you're boring. If you're boring, guess who you're going to attract? You're going to attract other boring people. People are drawn to fun people. Be a fun person to be around. Rule number nine is this. Study and mimic people who are good with people. Study and mimic people who are good with people. Listen, I'm a firm believer that, that in life more is caught than taught. And in life, we, I know, we know that there's extroverts and there's introverts. And, and I believe we can learn from each other. But listen, if you're introverted, if you're not as good with people, get around people who are great with people. And listen, I'm not saying to, to try to be who they are. I'm saying, listen, observe the, the, what they do to connect with people. Observe how they connect with people, what questions they ask. Observe how they live. Observe um, the eye contact that they make. Observe how they work a room. And try to, to, to mimic that. You know, implement similar practices in your life. I mean, it's essentially this. It's, a, it's this lesson. Hey, here are some things I learned about connecting with people. If you're not so great at it, here are some things you can try. Here are some assumptions that you should have when connecting with people. And here are some principles that you can actually live in in the moment. Get around great people who are good with people and mimic them. Number 10, celebrate other people's experiences. And don't brag about your own. Celebrate other people's experiences. Don't brag about your own. There's two quotes I want to read to you. Number one is this. It says, if you want enemies, excel your friends. But if you want friends, let your friends excel you. And the other one comes out of a book. I'm not even sure what book this was from. But it says, as Lord Chesterfield said to his son, Be wiser than other people if you can, but do not tell them so. (laughs) I love that, don't you? Be wiser than other people if you can, but do not tell them so. Listen, you might live a great life, but never make someone feel inferior to you. Listen, if you've had all these great experiences and someone shares with you a great experience that they have, don't try to trump it right away and say, well, that's great, but listen, I got to go here and do this, or I got to hang around this person. Oh, I hate it when that happens. And listen, if I do that, call me out on it. But I, I hate when I see people do that because I feel like it just neglects, it just negates everything that they're proud of. Let your friends excel you. Listen, if they think it's a big deal that they got to go to this place or hang out and you don't think it's a big deal, make it a big deal. Whatever's a big deal to other people, make it a huge deal and make it a much bigger deal than anything that you've experienced or accomplished. Celebrate other people's experience. Don't brag about your own. I promise you, lift other people. Make, make their life seem magnificent. 
Celebrate their lives. Celebrate their accomplishments. I promise it will serve you. Number 10, find ways to honor people. Find ways to honor people. I just wrote this. uh, Compliment people in front of other people. Buy people meaningful gifts. Write them thank you notes. Write, Write them notes of encouragement. Just out of the blue. Find ways to honor people. Pray for people in person. Don't just say, I'm going to pray for you. Say, let's pray right now. Text messages of encouragement. Do something nice for them. Throw a party. Go out of your way to serve them. Find ways to honor people in your life. Again, it all goes back to the golden rule, guys. Stop focusing on you and start focusing on others. Last two rules as I finish up. Realize that you won't connect with everybody. Listen, even if you're the greatest people person on the planet, there will always be people who don't like you. It's okay. Ultimately, the, the relationships that are going to matter most to you are those who are closest to you, your, your close friends and your family. And, you know, for me, I'm good with people, and it's hard for me when someone rejects me because I love people. I love to be accepted. I love to be uh, liked. And when someone doesn't like me, that's hard for me. But I, I, I'm learning that, hey, I'm not, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, <laughs> right? I'm not going to be able to connect with everybody. But I can connect with those that I connect with and that they connect with me. So I just think if you realize that, it, it saves you from disappointment. Because it's easy to set, you know, I hope this person likes me. And if they don't or if they don't treat you the way you thought, it's very easy to get disappointed. So just realize right now that you won't connect with everybody. And number 14, and the last one is this, don't have unrealistic expectations of others. Very, very similar, but uh, here's what I found. is When you start connecting with a lot of people, the temptation will be that you want to be best friends with everyone. Uh, and my encouragement to you is to focus on the relationships that you can. You know, don't don't set up standards that, hey, if I'm not best friends with this person, if I don't get to be with them every week, then then I'm not going to like them and I'm not going to think that they like me, etc. Just be easygoing. Be a kind of person that, hey, if you see someone and get to spend time with them once a year, you're happy with that. And you can pick up one year right after where you left off. Because where I see a lot of people miss it, people that aren't good with people get upset if they don't get to see you every single day. And, and that's the expectation that they have. And for people that like to connect and that they want to be around, that often becomes um, very annoying, just to be honest with you, uh, to those people. And so I just encourage you to be someone who you can pick up any relationship at any point, no matter how long it's been since you've seen them, and it just be totally normal. And I hope that that makes sense to you, but I just want to encourage you to to uh, not have unrealistic expectations of others. Focus on the relationships that you can focus on. Well, listen, I I shared some assumptions and some of the things that I I do uh, to connect with people. I hope that this lesson added value to your life. I hope that it will help you become a a better people person, and ultimately that that will add a lot of value to your life as well. And so I just want to close with Zig Ziglar's quote one more time, that you can get everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want first. If you want to be great with other people, become a servant. Put them first. Put their needs first. Put them first. I'm telling you. Practice. Treat others how you want to be treated. And I promise you, you'll never have a problem winning with people again. 
Thank you.